All right. You know, I record my podcast outside, and now all of a sudden I notice others recording their podcasts outside as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I, I'm just saying, the originator of outside podcasts. Nah. But what's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest, back again with another episode, another short episode here. Um, I'm not on the go this time. You know, um, but I am still outside. One, because it's a nice day. Two, because I'm air drying my hair. And I thought, you know, while I sit here and air dry my lovely, luscious locks, I can record, you know, for the podcast. Um, finally have some downtime. And, and I'm not, well, I do have to go somewhere today, but it's not like a long, it's not like out of the city. Like the, like the travels I've been going on, um, you know, um, and all that stuff or just events and stuff. Uh, this is supposedly something really chill and low key. Um, but I wanted to talk about this idea of sex, not selling anymore, um, to, you know, the, the, I want to say the average consumer who doesn't, who, who isn't into erotica, <laughs> you know, who's not constantly looking to see sexual scenes or read or at least read about uh, sex and all that stuff as well. Um, or for the fact of the matter, listening to it within the music. This is a discussion I do want to hold. And I think I'm either going to take this 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 audio clip uh, for my other podcast, the My Two Cents podcast, of course. This is definitely a discussion I want to have there as it pertains to uh, many artists. But I'm going to name Sam Smith and Janelle Monet within this as well. Um, well, the, name them simply because I see that's. Uh, Chloe Bailey is another one as well. Um, but I see that as a critique that people use for just those three artists in particular, but just artists in general about how they're them being very sexually provocative, not just within the music, but when they are performing their music, especially live. If it's not on video, it's it's live and it's just as sexually provocative. They're saying that it might be a turn to some folks. It turns them away from wanting to listen to the music. To other folks, um, they have a stance where it's like you can be as sexy as you want to be. It's not adding to the quality of the music at all. I still think the music is garbage, trash, not good, or of low quality, or anything synonymous to any of the adjectives I just named. Um, you know, uh, something more nicer to say that, but, you know, in a more nicer tone to say that you don't like the music. That these artists, now again, not just Sam Smith, Janelle Monet, or Chloe Bailey, but any artist that you feel as though fits that description. Or, you know, you get you can have the opposite opinion and say, yeah, the sex really doesn't sell it for me. Because um, I know that's the case for a lot of people, especially those who are big Chloe Bailey fans. Um, I feel as though when she started to uh, 
show how much of a grown <laughs> woman that she is, uh, to put it very lightly, a lot of people, um, a lot of her fans started digging her. You know, uh, she got a lot of the now she's not out here selling like she she's not out here selling like her mentor, Beyonce, you know, um, Beyonce is one of the very probably few pop artists as in popular artists. When I say pop, when I'm using pop in this sense, um, who can still be sexually provocative and, and sell sell out. Um, sell out meaning make a lot of have a lot of sales you know um but we're talking about music in this sense um and that's why i said i wanted to talk about i wanted to clip this audio and have this be one of those situations where i have the where i talk about it on the my two cents podcast the thing is for the my two cents podcast this this audio clip it's, ne- it's going to be for an episode way, way later. Um, although I'm talking about artists who currently make music, I still have a bunch of episodes that I have to record and that I will record prior to even this topic being its own separate episode on the My Two Cents podcast. So if you are someone who's like... Uh, you know, you're, 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 you subscribe to that and you, you're like waiting for that. I'm telling you right now, you're going to be waiting for some time. Let me go in my notes real quick. Let me go in my notes just to count up the amount of album reviews. Cause I, it's, if you are familiar with that podcast, it's album reviews and music discussion. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, and it's one review a week. It's one episode per week, just like this podcast here. So that's with that being said, 14 weeks, that's 14 weeks of content that I have to re- record um, 13 because one of those is going to be recorded again th- today or at least this weekend before Monday. Right. Um, hits. So <clears throat> 13, 14 weeks. <laughs> that's when you're going to hear this this audio clip on the My Two Cents podcast. For the My Two Cents podcast listeners out there, and you just wanted to listen again. But I still thought that it would be uh, an interesting thing to talk about here on the Earnest Thoughts podcast, alongside with the aspect of I didn't have anything else to talk about for this week. Uh, this week was very tumultuous, whatever that word is, to say the very least. I can't go into full detail because I feel as though it, you know, I will talk about it. I will talk about it. This is definitely something I will discuss, uh, but I'm trying to think of how I can discuss it. Um, um, and I won't discuss it anytime soon, though, to be honest with you. But I'm trying to figure out how I can discuss it without incriminating anybody um, who is going to incriminate themselves in this situation. That is crazy. Um, you know, um, I didn't want to skip the week. I could have just said F it um, and all that. But I did feel I, I woke up today feeling really great, honestly. Um, not just because it may could be because it's a beautiful day. Um, but the other days were pretty beautiful out and I was feeling shitty, um, you know, or somewhat shitty. Uh, but, yeah, I felt great. 
did some things and again, again washed my hair and now I'm air drying and recording and all that stuff. So, you know, <clears throat> despite the circumstances, things is going well. Uh, I'm in high spirits right now. So for those who are just wondering um, how I'm doing. Um, but back to the conversation at hand again. There are people who are still um, very entertained by sex within art, performance art, or creative art, I should just put it, whether it's performance art, like acting or singing and, and, and making music, uh, performing live, or creative art such as writing, like TV shows and writing, and writing books and things of that nature. But I can tell you right now, the general consensus, um, I don't have numbers to prove things, but <clears throat> going based off of the many individuals that I speak to uh, and that I listen to, you know, um, the general overall consensus is we don't give a fuck about sex and, you know, we're, we're tired of seeing it. We're tired of seeing it. We're tired of hearing it. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense mo the most of the time when it's in books or movie shows within the music. It's just straight up like, and I'm not listening to just staunch Christians or any other, you know, prude <laughs> out there. These are people who are your average everyday person who, they're not prudish. You know, these are not prudish people that I'm talking to, that I'm listening to, you know. Um, but even people like myself who aren't prudes, you know, who we, we are tired of it. And I've thrown myself in it because I hold the stance of if it makes sense, have it. It's art at the end of the day. If it makes sense, have it in your books, have it in your music, have it in your TV shows, you know. If it makes sense, have it in person. <laughs> I don't want to see it, but have it in person. You know what I'm saying? That's your thing. I'm not against sex at all. Trust me, I'm not. Um, but just the over in, I guess, over inclusion of it. I don't know what term I want to use, but just the overuse. That's 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 a great. That's how I should word it. The overuse of it in art is just all forms of art to me is it's, it's really just, it's, it shows a lack of creativity at the end of the day. Um, it's like when people say, uh, individuals who curse a lot show a lack of intelligence because they, they don't know how to express themselves or they don't know how to speak. Um, when, and I got to answer this message, uh, because you know, this person is, pestering um but as i was saying before I, i'll finish my point before uh nah actually let me let me hear <laughs> it i'm gonna give y'all a little bit of asmr experience and listen to the birds chirp real quick while i answer this Y'all yeah, like that little ASMR bird chirp experience, nature? I liked it. I enjoyed it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, as I was saying before, there are people who say people who curse a lot 
are not intelligent individuals because they lack the vocabulary for simply expressing themselves without saying shit, fuck, damn, or whatever curse word they use all the damn time, right? <laughs> um, you know, I am not saying I agree with that stance, but I know that I sound like an individual who would say that when I say people who oversaturate sex within their art, whatever that art is, are not people who are as creative as they believe they are. They go based off of shock value. They go based off of sex. You know that that aspect to real people and just to get people to either talk or to get people to tune into whatever, whether again, whether it is within I'm going to I'm not going to say literature because at least there is a subgenre, but I am going to kind of say literature. Um, but there is a subgenre, or not subgenre, but a genre of literature that is directed toward that. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not saying we should get rid of it at all. Um, my point is going to be we should keep that. Um, just like how there's pornography, right? Um, we should keep that, you know? Um, but there's pornography, and then there's uh, erotica, right? Which is pornography and books pretty much <laughs> you know book prompt porn um you know we should keep that because it sets us it sets a, a, a clear standard it sets a clear standard of to whoever the viewer is this is what you are going to get if you read this book if you tune into this this website this movie this show Whatever the get the case is, this is what you're going to get all about this. So if this is not what you will want, don't tune into this category. Don't tune into uh, don't read erotica. Don't tune into erotica. Don't tune into porn. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's the and other than the fact that it's not really hurting anybody is it's if if you're if it's all consensual at the end of the day. If you don't like it, cool. That doesn't mean it should be gone. So that's the real reason as to why I'm like, keep it. But what I said before is another reason why I said this stuff should still be present. But when it's done tastelessly is when it is not categorized as erotica or pornographic, you know, or anything synonymous to those two descriptors, right? When it's not stated clearly right this is stated as let's just say a comedy but there's so much dang sets in it right and it's not like goofy it's not like the sexual scenes are goofy or or whatever even though if they were it's like it's still a porn would you these porn actors are just acting like clowns you know what i'm saying they're i guess they're comedians who are also porn actors i don't know you know, merging, merging, merging uh, two art forms and stuff, whatever the case is. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's when it's like that, you, I still am like, the category is wrong here. <laughs> and we're sick of it. We're sick of being bamboozled, <laughs> you know? Um and it just makes the creator, like I said, to me, it makes the creator look like the creator of this look look very talent talentless, tasteless and talentless. Like this is what you need to do just to get people's eyes, right? And 
to me, it's like if you're going to do that, just categorize it as porn. Categorize it as erotica. Do that. Give it the proper categorization so you can continue doing what you're doing. So individuals who are not trying to see that all the dang time know that, okay, this is categorized as this, and I don't want to watch this right now. I don't want to watch this at all. So therefore, let me let me stay away from that. You know, it's really that easy. But the trickery of it all is that they try to make it seem as though it's not that um when it is that because the other thing that is that other things that are included or other scenes or whatever the case is are included are not very substantive at all. You know, from stuff that I've seen like that, it's there's very little to no substance at all about it. And I'm like, yeah, this was just a porn. This is just a porn. You you you. Yeah, there's a story here apparently <laughs> but you know this is just a porn show you know that made its way to hbo mats it's what it is you know um and in regards to the music it doesn't make now i don't listen to sam smith like that right and I haven't listened to the Janelle Monet album. This is for the My Two Cents listeners out there, right? <clears throat> I have yet to listen to the latest Janelle Monet album. Latest meaning the one as if she doesn't drop anything else. Let me just let me just say the name. It's in my notes, right? Uh, it's actually an album that I'm gonna be listening to very soon because the. Uh, and a couple weeks from now, I got to do the review for it. Lipstick Lover. So that one. Um, I haven't listened to that, so I can't really speak on the quality of that. Um, so I'm not going to... I mentioned Janelle Monet, but I'm not going to talk about Janelle Monet in the sense of, is she using sex to try to sell music? And is it lowering the quality of her music? Dirty Computer. <clears throat> and my two cents listeners, you know this or should know this. Dirty Computer was her the last album she did a couple years ago. One of my favorite albums, not only of that decade, but one of my favorite albums that released that year. And I still swear by that album. I still listen to that album. I still love it. That was a sexual album. The quality, again, but it made sense as to why sex and sexual liberation especially was a part of that album. So it made sense. When it's ma- when it makes sense, and if it's in again the shows, the TV shows, the, the the books, if it makes sense to have it, because me as an author, as a writer, yes, there are sexual scenes in my stories, right? But they make sense. It's not just fuck, 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 fuck. They fucking y'all, yeah. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't it ain't just that. It makes sense. You know, it's a couple, it's, it's whatever, it's, it's, you know, it's two people that you would probably, you know, end up, will end up fucking, end up doing that, you know? So, it makes sense. Or, it's, again, it's, 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 a, it's, it's something about sexual liberation, because I copy, I, not copy, but I cover that topic um, as well, especially in one of my, uh, one of the stories that I'm working on right now. Um, that's a big part of, you know, the story. Liberation in general, but sexual liberation is a big part of it. 
So yes, there's going to be discussions of sex. There's going to be sexual scenes. It makes sense. When it makes sense, you don't you ain't having any complaints from myself. Or just, like I said, the general people that I listen to and discuss about this in general. We're not going to complain about it if it makes sense. When it doesn't make sense, it becomes a problem and it no longer sells. Like it did back in the 90s. Like it did back in the days. You know? When all you had to do was have, you know, a, a, again something sexual going on and whether it made sense or not people was just so you know oh my god it's sex so i gotta respect it about it. i know not respect it but i gotta cheer for it i gotta look into it you know that type of stuff you know like they were like that about it i couldn't tell you why that was the case because i've never really been that individual um and again, I enjoy sex, but I've never been the individual that was like, oh, my God, sex is going on. I just got to I just got to see what's good. <laughs> no, when it didn't make sense, I was still going like, man, this shit doesn't make sense. I don't want to see this shit. And if it did make sense, I was like, OK, cool, but speed it up because can we get back to the story? Because that's what I'm here for. Story, not sex. Story. <laughs> story is the S word that I came here for, you know? So with that being said, I know I went all over the place a bit, but I, Sam Smith, all right? Sam Smith, I have been listening to um, or hearing a couple of the songs that he's got out right now. Them songs is garbage. It's not garbage because of his sexuality. It's not garbage because people can say blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not the one. It's garbage because they actually sound terrible. But he is trying to, you know, use his, I guess, newfound sexual liberation um, or just his sexuality to sell it. And you want to know how terrible it is? It's not just some over-opinionated podcaster telling you this. It's people of the queer community who I've seen online saying, yeah, this shit is garbage, my guy. Now, they're not using those words, but they're that's what they're saying. They're saying this shit is garbage. They're like, Sam, I don't give a damn if you are, you know, you just like me. This song sucks. This song sucks. This song sucks. And then, of course, you got those who love it. Now they act they they might naturally actually love it. And then those who say they love it because they because Sam Smith is queer and they call themselves liberals. And if you're a liberal, you gotta love everything. Uh, you know, especially when it comes to queer folk, because if you don't, you're queer phobic. No. That's not how it rides over here. I I got love and respect for the queer community, and they know that. Um, and those who don't know that, you should know. But if you don't feel as though I don't have love and respect for you, um, simply because I keep it real with you, as I do with everybody that I love and respect, um, that says more about you than it does anything about me. It says nothing about me, actually. It says everything about you. That's that. Um, but the shit is bad. The shit is bad, y'all. The shit from from Sam Smith as of recent is bad. And it's not because, oh, you just can't relate to it or you just are 
no, it, the songs are terrible. I've heard plenty of songs from homosexual artists and I fucking love. Luther Vandross is one of my favorite singers of all time. I love Luther Vandross. I love his music. So, again, this ain't got nothing to do with sexual preferences, sexuality, and sexual expression, any of that, or not not being able to relate to the music. None of that. It's got everything to do with the quality of the sound. I don't think that a lot of, and I'm not, I don't want to make it seem as though I'm picking on Sam Smith because you got artists like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. You got other artists who make very, you know, sexually explicit songs. And it doesn't sell to me because I'm just not into it. So, with that being said, people are making it clear that sex is not a selling point anymore. Um, That's something I've noted. Um, Even, again, with people that I know, people that I often listen to have made it have noted a lot that hey listen I respect this artist or I respect the show whatever but I don't really care about the sex scenes I don't want to see that it's it's just straight up gross and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying it, it it's got nothing to do with the sexuality of the individual um, because <clears throat> when I say that most of the time I'm speaking about I'm talking about all types of sex to be honest with you but most of the time, I'm referring to a show where it's a man having sexual relations with a woman. So heterosexual sex is happening. And I'm still like, I don't want to see this shit. So, again, before you try to tag any type of, well, you just don't want to see Sam Smith get uh, dry humped on stage. Um and you don't want to hear him talk about it within the music or whatever. It's not just Sam Smith. It's it's Samuel Jackson. <laughs> it's Uncle Sam. <laughs> it's you know Sam Bickman Freed. It's any other Sam. Sam I am. It's and Sam, Sally, Sarah. I don't know Steve. I don't know. It's it's whoever. I don't want to see it. You know, I don't want to see it. I don't find it entertaining. It never sold for me. What sold for me <clears throat> was great storytelling. What sells for me when it comes to music is just the quality of the song. Yeah, great storytelling is a part of that as well, but the quality of the song. No amount of sex, whether I think you are sexually attractive or not, is not going to make me say, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion is a perfect example of that. I think Megan Thee Stallion is God, <laughs> but nah, I love, I, I I love looking at Megan Thee Stallion. Let me just put it that way. Now she's got some songs that that's a bop, but for the most part, I don't listen to Meg, and I'm like, 
Well, if I do listen to Meg, I'm like, I don't like this song. I don't like this song. I don't like this song. But she does have some, you know, songs or whatever that I'm like, okay, I can vibe with. And that's the same case for Sam Smith, actually. Um, I, for the most part, it's not. But so it's, again, it has zero to do with whether I want to, you know, have sex with the artist or not. If I can imagine myself being with them or not, or if a, if it's a sex scene on a on a TV show, can I imagine? No, it has everything to do with quality. I if I wanted to see that stuff, Pornhub, baby, ooh, but nah, <laughs> that's that's just what it is, you know. Um, and that's how I'm going to end it off that discussion here. So we'll get into a commercial break. I am curious to hear y'all thoughts about it. Uh, if you feel comfortable. <laughs> Send in a voice message, of course. Uh, but just, you know, hit me up. Twitter, Instagram. Linked in the description box below. And um, I would love to hear y'all thoughts about it. So let me know what you think. But we'll get into a commercial break. And then we'll get into the last topic. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with a fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show This next and last topic is another episode of Americans Punching Down. We have people upset at flight attendants who are going on strike because they want higher pay. As I've talked about last week with the whole strike situation, if you haven't listened to that episode, please listen to it. Um, if you haven't listened to me at all, uh, you, well, you won't know this point or whatever, but welcome here. But I'm a big fan uh, and supporter of the working class individuals uh, going on strike uh, just or just people in general saying I'm going to strike because of X, Y and Z, you know, Um but I caught something on Twitter the other day. Now, 
it doesn't surprise me that I caught it on Twitter, but nonetheless, it was something that I felt that I can talk about, um, where uh, people were pretty much upset at flight attendants and pretty much saying that they have some type of nerve of going on strike when they already make, you know, a lot of money, right? Or more money than them, them being the people who are complaining about flight attendants going on strike or the possible strike uh, uh, flight attendants are going to have, right? I saw one tweet. I should have screenshotted this, but I do remember it, uh, but I can't say verbatim. But this woman was saying, yeah, pretty much screw flight attendants because they get to skip the lines uh, at during, you know, at the airport, they get to skip lines and because they get to skip lines, uh, they get to skip the line. It makes everybody else late for their, their, uh, for their flights and people end up missing their flights because you have a flight attendant or multiple flight attendants walking past the line or skip of the line while everybody is there waiting to get, you know, get through the security gates and security is just, you know, checking their stuff, of course, but letting them through because obviously they need to be on the plane before anybody else boards. She didn't say that last part. That was me. Her, the, what the point she was making was screw flight attendants because they make me miss my flight. Lady and anybody else who believes that that is a mature and intelligent reason to say screw flight attendants um, and their strike and why they're striking. Um, nobody is making you late for your flight other than yourself. Nobody's making you miss the flight other than yourself and possibly the the airline. It is not the flight attendants. Had you gotten there earlier, you would have probably gotten through that line earlier. You probably would have boarded that plane. But you did. Now there may have been reasons. It may she she or just other people in general may have been in traffic. They had a they had a boatload of things to do prior to them boarding this plane. Um, but those circumstances, whatever they may be, are not the fault of flight attendants at all. I'm I'm pegging it because this woman's attitude is like that. I'm pegging it on straight up laziness and lack of accountability. If she ended up missing flights because she claims it was a flight attendant or flight attendants made her miss her flights, I'm willing to assume that that wasn't the case. What really was is she got to the airport. She didn't get to the airport in a timely manner. And well, if you don't get to the airport in a timely manner, you're going to, even if you do, but still, if you don't get to the airport in a timely manner, you're going to be waiting in line for a long ass time. You're going to be waiting, period, for a long time. But definitely through the security lines. As much traveling as these people do, you would think that they would know that. But no, it's the flight attendant's fault. It's everybody else's fault as to why they can never 
get off their lazy behinds and get to the airport in a timely manner. Yeah. If that is the argument that you're going with, anybody, serious on a serious note, if that is the argument you're going with, shut the hell up. Um, but this is the stuff that I feel like I got to push back against. This got nothing to do with me. I don't even like... I, I, I don't like going to the airport at all, period. I... My preferred way of traveling, if not via, uh, if, I don't even like driving, but I'd rather do that, honestly, than board a plane. It's got nothing to do with fear of planes or anything. I think it's a wonderful experience. I don't like the airport experience. Um, I don't like going through all that trouble just to get on a damn plane. Um, you know, my so I, I take a train anywhere. I take a train to places because it's like yeah sure it's it's kind of like taking the airport when there's long waits if you don't show up on time <laughs> you know and all the other stuff but yeah I I that's my preferred way of, of traveling still because you know my anxiety doesn't go off as crazy uh when I'm traveling through train or at all, if I'm traveling through car, unless, you know, some crazy stuff happens, but it does, you know, trigger when I am in airports. I just really do not like airports at all. Um, so that's that nothing against planes. It's just unfortunate that you need to, unless you're super rich and I, but you need to go through an airport to be able to fly on a plane. Um, nothing against that at all. I don't have a problem with that, but my issue is airports. Um, but even within that, I'm not going to say be against uh, flight attendants. And it's got nothing to do with how I think about their job or their profession or the fact that they make nearly, was it over 90 something dollars an hour or so? It's not that. It's not the. Oh yeah, the uh, the woman also also uh, brought up the fact that they get you know discounted flights for families and friends and stuff, and they get free flights. And then she's pretty much was like, oh, they get all the they have all these perks, and they get to skip the line. I do want to say though, if the skip the line thing is a serious issue, because again, I don't fly, I don't fly, so I don't know if it was a serious issue like that. Uh, but if it is a serious issue, then one, it's still not the fault of the flight attendant that you, you showed up late. That's number one. (laughs) But number two, why do, don't airports have a separate, you know, a separate entrance or a separate, you know, line for flight attendants? That would, to me, seem like the most common sense thing. It's if you are an employee, (laughs) If you work at the airport or if you are a flight, if you're if you work at one of these airlines or whatever the case is, and it's not like every airline has to have no, because that's going to obviously take up too much space, but have one separate security checkout line or security line for flight attendants and other uh, airport airplane employees and then one line for the general public. I think that will fix things. I don't understand why that's not 
the case if that's not the case already and if that is the case in this lady and other people who have experienced quote-unquote missing flights and late flights because of you know flight attendants again that's your fault you showed up late but also stop flying at janky airlines <laughs> stop going to janky airlines go somewhere that's respectable you know what I'm saying? Go somewhere that, go to an airport that is respectable instead of the janky airport. Because that sounds janky as hell to have flight attendants and the general public be in the same line, but then allow the flight attendants to cut the lines because, well, they got to get on the plane first. I get that. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be able to cut the lines, um, to be honest with you, but I think to remedy that problem, have separate lines. That's just me. Um, but aside from that, um, again, this is just it, it, what irritates me the most is not people just talking about, whoa, look at how much money they make, look at the perks they have, blah, 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 blah. It's the simple fact that there are many jobs with many perks. Amazon was touted as, oh my God, look at this job. It's got so many perks when 15 an hour was touted as, and it still is, sadly, as like this $15 an hour was touted as like this really great grand, like, oh my God, it's so, oh my God, the working class is coming back, y'all. Like, no, like, no, but that was one thing that attracted people. That was one of the, I guess, the perks, 15 an hour and stuff. And then uh, you get, uh, when you start working there, you get, um, it's, it's, they still do this actually. Um, it's the uh, healthcare. You, you are, you know, they, they, you don't have to be working there for, uh, was it like 60 days that most jobs do um 60 to 90 days is so in order for you to get health care with the job amazon it's day one the first day that you start working there you have health insurance with them you know or they you know yeah you get health insurance that's a perk but just that's a perk and it's still a shitty job to work for i can attest to that so with everybody with these, oh, you get this perk and that perk. Why are you mad? You don't work there. You do not work there at all. You don't know what type of hell these flight attendants might be going through. And no amount of money is, well, at least the money that they're getting now or the family perks that they get for their families or whatever the case is. It may not be worth it still. So they're like, yeah, we need more compensation if you're still going to ask us to do X, Y, and Z. They're probably being asked to do more than what they're already, you know, do do more work and not receive more pay for it. That's, That's, you know, you don't know what's going on. So instead of punching down automatically because you want to be a hater, how about listening first before you critique? Now, I'm not saying you have to support it. I support it for the simple fact that 
like I said, I like seeing individuals value themselves as much as I do and is willing to say we're going to take a risk and we're going to let it be known. We're going to vocalize how much we value ourselves. I like seeing that. I don't know personally about the complaints. If you know, please reach out. If you are a flight attendant yourself, please reach out and let me know what are the uh, issues that you're having as to why you want, uh, why you're you're striking, right? Um, but the big, big, big problem I see people have with this has zero to do with the money, has zero to do with the perks. It's uh, it's a, a situation where it's an inconvenience in quotation marks to them. Again, you had the lady who talked about how it was so unfair that flight attendants had to skip the line and made her late for her flights when it was her ass is the reason why she's late. And anybody else who blames flight attendants for that very same reason is is at fault for that. That's number one. Number two, people, I've noticed a lot of people like to stunt and talk about how much they they take flights. They go on, they, 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 they travel. Now, I love traveling. So, of course, of course, I know that traveling is such a great experience. You want to talk about it. But there are other means of traveling. But people see taking a plane. It's not just traveling to them. It's traveling in a sense of showing off to people that you can afford to travel. So you can stun on people. So if you take a plane and it's, oh, I can... Yeah, I'm not only able to travel multiple times a year, I can afford it when these people are going broke traveling. You know? But it causes an inconvenience because now it's like you they can't do that. So now they got to find trivial reasons. Oh, you make more money than me. Oh, you get free flights because you're a flight attendant. It's their fucking job. Duh. You think a job is going to make... A job will try that. But do you really think a, a, a airline is going to charge a flight attendant to do their job? They're going to say, yeah, you have to come in today and uh, you have to fly. And you also have to pay for your ticket. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. And as corrupt and conniving as these businesses are, no business is dumb enough to do that. Some pretty stupid bit. I don't even think Amazon would do some crazy shit. If, if Amazon had its own airline, Amazon Airlines, right? I don't think they will be doing something as dumb as, yeah, employees, we're going to pay you X amount of money. Um, we're going to work you like hell. You cannot use the bathroom still, just like you, how you can't use the bathroom in your where in our warehouses. Um, but we're also going to charge you for your tickets. Mm. Hell no, they're not going to do that. That's going. They're they're not dumb enough to do that. They're dumb enough and insane enough to do the other shit, but they're not going to do that. So for people, they get free flights. If you want free flights, become a flight attendant, or I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Find some other way to get free flights. I don't know, <laughs> you know. But if that's what you really, if that's your real problem with flight attendants, and therefore you cannot support them on a strike because they get free flights, really? 
I talk about general strikes. I talk about, you know, just, just my love for it and, and how I hope and support these things. Um, but do not get it twisted. I still think Americans are so, so damn stupid that we not, we meaning not, not meaning you or me possibly, but we in a general sense, we're, we're the type to once again, punch down. And then when we, cause when you punch down, you're still hurting yourself. When we end up getting hurt within it, we start crying about it as if we are not the problem. Again, we may not mean you cause it definitely doesn't mean me. But it's just wild. It's, it's just wild. And I had to speak on that um, just because I'm like, yo, this is just, I'm not surprised, but it, it, geez, y'all, like, is that what, what, what folks really like? When are we going to learn? <laughs> That's all I got to say. When are we going to learn? Right, I'm going to end it off there. This has been another episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest, or you love Ernest. Time stamps are going to in the description box below per usual also the links to everything get your earnest thoughts podcast merch down there in the description box below check out the other links as well help support what i do here if you want to if you want to you know comment the voice message link is down there as well but you can also and always uh comment on twitter and instagram post it down below um yeah you know subscribe share like all that good stuff and support 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 until next time until next episode stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbtqia plus lives matter Black women matter, black men matter, black children matter. And I'm out. Peace.